0: This episode is brought to you by our Fresh Start Full Mastery program, a seven-month intensive and personalized growth program coming soon designed to help you take complete ownership and fully embody a powerful, positive parenting way of life. Join the waitlist now to get instant access to the no-holds-barred cheat sheet, three common mistakes and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered parent. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to join the waitlist where in addition to the free cheat sheet, you'll also get special pricing and other bonuses when the program launches in April. Well, hey there, I'm Stella. Welcome to my mom and dad's podcast, the Fresh Start Family Show. We're so happy you're here. We're inspired by the ocean, Jesus, and rock and roll, and believe deeply in the true power of love and kindness. Together we hope to inspire you to expand your heart learn new tools, and strengthen your family. Enjoy the show! Well, hey there, families. Welcome to today's episode. We are going to talk about three different ways you can dissolve power struggles when drama hits your home and you feel like you are at war with your kids and you have told them to do something and they are like, no, I won't, and you can't make me.
1: Mm, Love that. (laughs)
0: Power struggles, in my experience, is what's kind of takes a lot of parents over the edge, <laughs> and is causing a lot of rifts in families. So I love this subject. Um, we, Terry and I, have another podcast episode all about how to prevent power struggles. Make sure you guys listen to that one if you haven't yet. Um, but today we're really looking at, um, you know, what what can we do. But that does not involve moving to fear and force because that's what usually traditionally happens, especially when you have younger children and um, families who maybe aren't well versed in this work yet or aren't fluent in this work yet. They get pushed to their edge where the kiddo says, no, I won't. And you can't make me. And they say, yes, you will. Yes, I can. And then if the kid keeps pushing back, they say, all right, well, then I'm just going to force you to do it by physically using my hands or or literally forcing you to do it or i'm going to scare you with fear into doing it by either threatening to take something away or threatening that you're going to get punished or that you're going to get in trouble later when dad gets home whatever it may be but so we really want to empower you guys with other ways to solve challenges like this within your family units that don't involve fear and force because it's not necessary. There are lots of ways that you can get creative and work with your kids um, that don't cause you to have to go there because at the end of the day, that model is not only, it's it's not sustainable in the long run, especially once your kids become teenagers and your sons are either taller than you and stronger than you. I had it. I saw. I saw it happen with my own brother. Um, it's just impossible to maintain that fear and force model. And then also, it just doesn't feel good when you lay your head on your pillow at the end of the night that you consistently have forced your kids into doing what you want. So, um, all right, well, let's look at the three things. So number one, we want you to become fluent in the language of choices with your kids. Number two, we want you to just get creative and fun and silly and do the unexpected. And then lastly, um, we want you to start trying to use win-win negotiation or peaceful conflict resolution in your home. Okay, um, so number one is this idea of choices. Now I hear a lot of families talk about how they, you know, they'll say, Yep, we do we do choices. But what I'm talking about is really using choices as a language and you they keep rolling off your tongue. You do not stop until your kids have action. So the reason why we love choices as kind of a tool or a strategy or whatever is because it always is putting it back on the child. To be empowered to choose, so we so a lot of times the kids who push back a lot, families like we talk about in the in the prevention um, episode, they have this very strong desire to lead and feel powerful, and that is a healthy human need. But when they're constantly given compliance statements and told what to do. Their, their need bucket, so to speak, that need to feel powerful, it's very empty. It's not very full. So then they often will go out in the world or often within the family unit and they'll just try to f- get that feeling of powerful no matter what it takes. So instead, um, helping, giving, responding to the challenge with options for them, it just makes them feel a lot more respected and powerful and it often will get them to move to action.
1: Well, yeah, imagine like yourself too, um, you know, whether you're imagining you as an adult or as a child, it's like, think about how that plays out in the world is, is when you no longer have any choices and you really want something, you're either going to go ahead and sit in the corner and accept it or you're going to revolt. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're seeing that there's a revolt, a lot of times it is because there hasn't been a choice um, given or there hasn't been somebody that's, that's you know, you know uh, letting them understand that they actually do have um, power and a voice. Now, it doesn't mean that they can get exactly what they right. want yeah. or they get to dictate what their choices are. But just knowing that you have a choice, I think, keeps people's hands off the revolt button. Like, yeah. you know, so yeah. I think, yeah.
0: Yeah, and you can always use the language, you know, I can see you don't want to, and we still need to get it done, so you can do it this way or that way, you can choose this or that, Um, but acknowledging, like, hey, I can see you don't want to, like, I know you don't want to go to school, like, you, you love just chilling in the morning, or I can see that you don't want to put your shoes on because you're happy playing Legos right now, like, I can see that. I honor you, kiddo. And we still got to get it done. So here's your choices because we got 10 minutes till it's time for music class or whatever it is. Um, And we actually have an entire lesson on choices inside of my Bonfire membership community because, um, you know, a lot of times families will be like, well, sometimes there just isn't a choice. But in my experience, when it comes to your own family unit and working with your kids, there's always a choice. And so in that lesson, I actually give so many examples from, you know, subjects like going to bed, um, going to school, eating your food, um, getting dressed, putting your shoes on, um, public transportation. Like we kind of cover all these different areas where there really is always a choice. You can get creative with it. So
1: and there's um, even if there truly isn't a choice, like let's say it is going to school where it's a hard and fast thing where you're like. Yeah, the option to not go to school if you're not sick or something like that. It, it's not an option. Sometimes it's the way you do it. Like, I can yeah, think of exactly. the ways that we've done it before. It was like, Taryn, I can see you don't want to go to school. Um, would you like to, when we get there, to ride your bike from the truck yeah. to to class or to ride your skateboard? Would that, like, would which one? which one would make yeah. it more fun? And then all of a sudden they're like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, like the, you it know, shifts. It, That's it a perfect to shift.
0: example, babe. Like because, yeah, that that little one has been resistant some days. And <laughs> then, to and then if
1: it still goes back to I don't want to go to school, are, we we did have to explain that it was like no, you know, it is the law and it is our job to go there. And then you got to keep coming with the choices. The choices, so, yeah. They yeah. don't stop. They, yeah. You don't
0: give up just because the first one didn't work. Right. Like you just keep it rolling. Like, hey, do you want a DJ on the way to school or do you want me to? Um, you know, do you want to eat your breakfast in the car or do you want to eat, um, eat it fast, you know, fast here before we leave? Do you want to like run to the car like a cheetah or do you want to run to the car like a racehorse? Do you want me to time you or do you just want to like see how fast you can get there?
1: And so much of this, um, is just being creative. So yes. it's, um, you know, I think any, anything that you're, you're doing here, it's just like, get get creative like always have your mind working in in a way that's creating new solutions and i promise you it's it it won't just stop there you'll find more creative solutions for other parts of your life too so if you're like wow this seems like a lot of work just to like get my kid to go to school or like to do things they're supposed to do anyways i would encourage you that Shifting to this type of a mindset and doing this, you're going to start coming up with creative solutions yes. in all other you know, parts of your life. You're going to start to look at your job differently where you're like, you know what? I didn't think I had a choice on this before. Now I actually feel like I have a choice. Now I feel like I am not stuck in something. Yes, exactly. I actually have choices that I didn't see were there before because I wasn't exercising the creativity part of my brain. And I tell you with confidence it is something that, if not exercised, it doesn't get used.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's such a good point. So, and we also always say, you guys, um, how important the empathy portion is because it will lead you to have creativity. So... Um, There was a really cool study that Disney did years ago that um, when I was volunteering for my elementary school, we had this really cool art grant that the state of California gave our school. And it was um, like a three-year art grant. And the teachers who were teaching us how to teach the art to the kids, they told us that Disney did this study where they were looking for their staff to like, you know, of course, Disney, the corporation, would want their staff to be creative, right? So they did this really cool study where some, Somehow they found the results showed that um that the number one like correlation to increased creativity was when staff had increased empathy for one another. So they started to do like more, um, you know, some type of learning events where the all the staff of that corporation would get to know one another. They would get to know each other's backgrounds, you know, what you know, everything about them. But they learned that when they had more empathy for one another, or the characters that they were looking at, or um, you know, the cartoons, whatever it may be, they, they first taught them to access the empathy, how they would relate, how they had things in common. And then that caused them to be more creative in the workplace. And I just love that study because I find that it is so relevant in parenting. Like if you can first stop and be like, well, no wonder you don't want to go to school. Like sometimes, you know, you, you know, you, you, you don't feel you have a headache in the morning or like, I'm trying to think what Taryn this last year, um, some of the times where he didn't want to go to school. And I mean, he had a few years where he didn't, he had separation anxiety and didn't want to go. And I think we, we were like, gosh, I think it was like, um, coming to mind of like, Hey, it's no wonder you don't want to go to school because you don't want to leave us. Huh? Like we're so much fun to be around and you love hanging out with Mama all day. Like, no wonder you don't want to go to school. You'd rather hang out with me, huh? Yeah,
1: and I think his desire to play, like there was um, a little pattern we were getting into where it was like, I think we thought we were doing him a favor by letting him sleep in beyond all the rest of us. And I think he was like, I don't, I don't want to go to school. I'm not ready. I wanted to play. I wanted to right. do, like he had all oh, yeah. these plans for his morning before going to school. So then it was a matter of giving him a choice like, Oh, okay. So tomorrow, would you rather, you know, get more sleep, or would you want to get up a little earlier and get your chart out of the way, yeah. so that then you have time to go and play out front with your skateboard or your scooter or something for ten minutes, and then he which was, worked beautifully, which was great, and then it put him in charge of designing his morning to to then not have it be an issue tomorrow.
0: Yeah. yeah, but that took the empathy, right? Like, I remember... I think you were the one that figured that out, and it was so cool. Um, but it, but it takes... You have to step back, parents. You have to step back and go, what's going on for my little person? And, like, how... How do I, what do I have in common with here? him here? Like there's been times when I don't want to go to work or, you know, whatever it is. So um, just make sure you find the empathy first because then that'll lead to, lead to creativity, which will give you more ideas when they say, no, I don't want to brush my teeth or they don't want to get in the shower. But some fun little easy ones are like the animals are fantastic for young kids, guys. Do you want to do it fast like a cheetah or slow like a turtle? Brushing your teeth, you guys, is the perfect example of like, you know, do the slow ones a lot of times we want kids to, to get fast things done but find places where you can do the slow animals so like brushing the teeth do you want to do it slow like a turtle or slow like a sloth that character from Zootopia that's like mm-hmm. my favorite the, the DMV sloth. Yeah. Yeah. parents listen up there is something very special coming soon that I'm really excited to tell you about. And that is our Fresh Start Full Mastery program, where you will spend seven months getting personally mentored by me, learning, growing, and being poured into on every level as a parent. This program is very limited in seats due to its high level of support and mentorship. So if you're interested at all in expediting your journey from stressed to thriving as a parent, and you want to step Into full ownership, embodiment, and advocacy as an empowered parent, I encourage you to go ahead and sign up for the waitlist to be notified when this program opens for enrollment. As a bonus for hopping on the waitlist, I'll send you my no-holds-barred cheat sheet, where I sum up the three most common fears and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered, thriving parent – Plus, parents on the waitlist will get a special discount and bonuses when the program opens for enrollment in April. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to hop on the waitlist now and I'll send you more details. So, um, because of course we want our kids to take our, their time when they brush their teeth. But, um, but like as your kids get older, if they're really into sports, you can start using sports stars. Like, you know, look, do you want to, um, get your shoes on fast? Like, you know, I don't know, a Usain, race car driver. you saying
1: Bolt. Yeah. Exa- <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. But
0: like I'm trying to think like, you know, um. Some basketball players or some race car drivers or that's like, you know, if if your kids get older and you're like, they're not going to respond to being a cheetah or a racehorse, but... Anyways, the, the cool choices of like being like people or athletes or animals is a really easy one. Um, often I'll, do, I'll use the whole like, hey, do you want to turn it off or do you want to ha- have me do it? Do you want to plug your little device in or do you want to just sit it on the counter there? Um, but you guys just get creative with it because I promise you if you keep the choices rolling, it will pull you out of a power struggle over and over again with integrity.
1: And be patient with the process. Sometimes it, it doesn't happen first go. You may have to do it um, a couple times before they finally say, "Okay, fine." Type of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, so you know, it is one of those things where y- you know you you have to. It's firm. You implement what you know the the tool, whether it be choices or whatever else it might be, and then you might have to bend a little bit. Um, but still go back to being firm that there is, there's a choice and this is what we need to do.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We're still going to get in the car.
1: Yeah, we're still going to Yeah, gonna it. exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yesterday comes to mind, um, our daughter has had a concert playing the drums and Taryn, um, like we were just chilling at the house and he didn't want to go. And so it took, um, and he was really pushing back hard. Like he was, like <laughs> he's eight now. He was like, no, I'm not going, I'm not getting in that car. And he was like moving into like crazy zone of like, I'm just going to stay here alone. Oh, like, and it was like this weird attitude. He was like, oh, you like oh, like, so, like, you can't stay with me? Okay, well, Herbie will watch me then. Like, <laughs> like the, the dog. dog yeah. And I'm like, whoa, dude, he was going far with it. And I really had to like get into this empath- empathetic mindset of being like, he doesn't want to go because it's hot. He's, he's seen his sister play a lot of... Sh- this is the second Black Sabbath show that he's watched his sister play in, what, two months? Um, and he just wants to play. He just wants to scooter out front and ride a skateboard and like do his stuff like he just doesn't want to go sit and this concert every year that she plays um, is in the very hot sun it's very loud he has like not been feeling great the last few days so it took me a moment to get into that empathetic mindset and then I had to move forward with some choices and eventually like what worked really well for me in that moment was um you know hey I put something on your seat for you it was a mango popsicle because it was a really hot day here and I said you can either eat it or you don't have to However, we need to go. <laughs> and that worked for me. And he got in the car and he was like, fine. And he ate the popsicle and he was happy. You know, yeah. it was like, it's just silly stuff, you guys. But you'll find that the, creati- the creativity will come if you start with empathy.
1: And, you know, I, I like how you mentioned that too. Because like we, I mean, we've had a whole episode talking about bribery and rewards. Like you were able to use the, the mango popsicle <laughs> in a way to where it was like, you know, I think there might be some people out there that blow the whistle like didn't you just bribe him
0: right you know, it right, was just
1: yeah. like I would I would venture to say you just made that like more fun yeah. you still were gonna go whether yes, you yeah. know it, so it wasn't like a, if you go get a popsicle right yeah it was like hey we're gonna go and it's up to you whether you want to eat this or not but like I'm going and I think sometimes I don't know I think for all of us it's like if you just make it a little bit more fun for the person yes. after empathizing with them, because I think you what you found when you empathize with them is just like, this isn't nearly as fun for him as it is for me.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was pumped w- to like, go watch We her were pumped to go, yeah. to,
1: to go watch her. And he was just like, seen it, done it, hot. Yeah. Would rather be here. Yeah. And so I think you had to empathize with him to find out that what he really wanted was like, um, it's a hot day and let's make this more fun. And so the Popsicle became a vehicle for it being like, let's just make this more fun. Yeah. Not as like a...
0: A bribe, yeah. Yes. Exactly. And that is a fine line that we, we help families kind of walk, toe the line, right? So, yeah, it was, it was great to see him. And remember, guys, the attitude is a different subject. So, like, if your kids are like, fine, I'll do it. And then you're like, whoa, now you got an attitude and you move right into, like, solving the attitude problem. It's just it's just too much. Like, just get them to move to action without using fear and force. Become well-versed in that and then te- you can teach them later about the attitude. It's a different subject. You, or the
1: can, t- you know, the tone. Yeah, the yeah, tone. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, all right, so... Number two is just a fun idea, speaking more of, like, the fun side of things, is do the unexpected. So when you find, realize that you're locked in combat with your kids, and this is kind of, we give a visual representation of what this looks like in the foundations course. Terry and I actually do a role play where we show you what it, like, physically looks like to be locked in combat with your kids. What a power struggle kind of visually looks like. And it's pretty funny because parents, when they watch this, they're always like, oh my gosh, that is so what's going on in our home. What happens is we become like so in like into the battle and the fight that oftentimes you don't even care what you're fighting about. All you know is that you want to win and that the energy is just going into to pushing up against against each other right so it's very important that you break that energy and step to the side of the dance is what we say and there's lots of different ways to do that but one of the ways is just do the unexpected like just like anything besides keeping the locked in combat going so like there are a gazillion ideas we give families again in the foundations course but Um, you could start, you could put on classical music, you could do a handstand. I was a springboard diver, so I could do a handstand, not right now because I have a broken shoulder, but, um, you, Terry, you could start just, you could just sit down and start drawing.
1: I did. I did. Well, so yeah, I think I've done that one too, but, um, I've done one and this was a while ago and I should use this more, but, uh, I walked into the playroom and grabbed like a wig. Oh and like, yes. and like came right back into the heated situation, but with the, with like a, <laughs> with like a wig on and was like, okay, cool. Let's talk about this. And it like, it completely broke, oh broke gosh. the mood. People laughed. And then you like, you kind of get out of the, like the whole dance, you know, yes,
0: that's exactly what happens. Yeah. Yes. That's such a good example. How come I don't remember that?
1: Was I, I don't not think here? you were around because oh. I think this was one where I just had to get creative and it was just kind of like oh my gosh, this has gotten way too serious. and Yeah, um, yeah. yeah
0: over like something totally dumb. And that's
1: what like, it, usu- it usually is. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, oh my gosh, th- this is this is kind of similar to just make it fun, do the unexpected or make it fun. But I swear, you guys, this is such an underutilized tool. When I remember to just be lighthearted and make it fun, I swear it. I, it might be the top dissolving tool for power struggles. Like, when I just don't, like, keep the seriousness going, like, it's remarkable. Yeah. It's remarkable. It's so powerful. So, yeah, start asking yourself, what could you do to be creative and just stop the dance? Because remember, guys, it's like a tango, right? When you see, like, a, like Dancing with the Stars, right? Like, that show on TV where, like, they, they learn, like, fancy dances. Like, the tango or what is some other the dance? The waltz. The waltz, right? Yeah, imagine, like... You know, it's you're. you have this beautiful ball gown on, or, you know, if you're a guy, you're like in this three piece suit, three piece, five piece.
1: You could be as many I don't pieces even, as you Oh, want. really? <laughs> we, we obviously don't wear suits to work around here.
0: Um, one, but like, piece,
1: one piece suit. <laughs> it's like a, it's like an ice skating outfit, yeah, a figure skater's outfit. Okay.
0: You yeah. could imagine this very fancy. Imagine
1: me in a one piece suit. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's good. I like it. Yeah. That's what you would probably wear if you had to wear like a suit to work. You would show you up. You can imagine
1: that. me however you okay, want. okay. Okay.
0: Um, all right. So imagine though that you're fancy, you're dressed up and then like you're doing the waltz with like your partner on the dance floor and then they like just walk, they, they just stop dancing and they walk off the stage. Can you keep dancing?
1: No. No. It would, really, it would look really weird.
0: It would look really weird. And the fact is you just can't keep dancing. You can't dance alone. So that's what power yeah. struggles are like, you guys. You can't power struggle alone. So the point of number two here is just break the dance. Do go to the side, do something unexpected. Not
1: break dance. Break right. the dance. Right.
0: <laughs> Yes. Okay. Breakdance so in it. a one-piece suit. Right. Right. That's number two. Breakdance in a one-piece suit. <laughs> Do you guys have it? Okay, cool. All right. Moving on. Number three, which is such a good one, is start implementing win-win negotiation or peaceful conflict resolution strategies in your home. And so make sure you grab the freebie for this episode. It's a, it's a win-win sheet that is an easy, breezy, you print it out, you've, Fill it in, and it's like you don't have to make your own. It's a it's a nice ready to go template for you, um, and I and I make sure I explain more in the in the PDF that you can download with it. But um, but a win win is basically this idea that um, everybody in the family is respected. We share the power with our children, and we can come to an agreement when challenges hit that everyone feels respected. And guys, these are so powerful. I can't even tell you. But as we started off with from the beginning, this one will take you some time, but it's worth starting now, okay? So my kids became pretty well-versed in this when Taryn was four and Stella was seven. So we started when Stella was, we started learning, we learned about positive parenting and started implementing it in our home when our daughter was three, and by the time she was seven... We, she was able to really do this with her brother, and we were able to do it at times with her. And then Taryn was four, and I'll never forget the first day um, that we did this, and it worked. Um, so what it looks like is simply like kind of a two sentence verbiage, which is I feel blank and I want blank. I guess it's three three phrases. How are we going to make this work so we both win, or how are we going to work this out with respect? So I feel blank. I want blank. How are we going to work this out with respect or how are we both going to win here, okay? And that, again, does not make you a permissive or weak leader. It makes you a very strong leader who is okay with sharing power within your home because you don't have to give up power, you guys, to allow your kids to feel powerful. You can actually just share the power, right? There's room for everyone to feel powerful. And when your kids are given the opportunity to ask for what they want, Say how they feel, and then also um, be taught how to look at things from another person's perspective. Whew, I'm telling you guys, it's it's crazy the effects that this has on the world, has on our communities. Um, yeah,
1: I once it makes me think of certain world leaders that could use a win-win sheet. <laughs>
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you know what? It's funny. But I'm going to give you an ex- two examples here of um, of how this worked in our family. So the first time I ever saw this actually have, like be successful with my kids was, like I said, Stella was seven, Taryn was four. And that was a season where I had... Um, it was really hard, you know, raising a strong-willed daughter and then a little toddler boy. And um, they would come home every time and run in the front door and fight over the beige rocking chair that we still have right outside this room. And do you remember the story? Yeah. Okay, so they would fight every single time and they would both run in and jump into this chair. And I was just like, what the hell? Why are you guys so annoying? Like, there is plenty of furniture. Like, what is the deal with this chair? But finally, one night, I had taught them numerous times how to do the win-win. You sit down. We're not going anywhere until we work this out, right? Um, You know, you have to mentor them. Like, no, no, no. Say how you feel. What do you want? And then you ask, you know, how how are we going to make this work? But it takes a lot of mentorship. You have to, like, because a lot of times kids will go to, I want you to stop being annoying. Or I want you to stop hitting me. And it's like, okay, ask for what you want. Try again. But this time, ask I want you to be kind. Say kind words to me, or I want you to um, ask for ask me instead of hitting me. I want you to keep your hands to yourself. I want you to be respectful to me. That's an as an example of teaching your kids to ask for what they want instead of telling people what they don't want. Because whether you're in the workplace or your home, you guys, if you come at someone with like, I want you to stop being a jerk, it's not going to work for you. You're not going to get what you want. But if you ask someone, hey, like, say it's your colleague, hey. I would love for you to be respectful with me and, and use a tone that is neutral and... I'd
1: love for you to come talk to me about something like this yeah. but, um, instead of emailing so-and-so. Yeah. Instead, could, could we talk about, talk through this instead of it going like that next time?
0: Families, I have a question for you. Would you love to be able to set really strong boundaries and rules with your children and then follow through with consistency and firm kindness? If yes, listen up. I have a program called the Firm and Kind Parenting Blueprint that I'd love for you to go check out. You can learn more over at freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and have any questions, Firststartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Exactly. That's a perfect example. But you guys, that is a practice that a lot of people become adults and they don't know how to do, right? So we have this incredible opportunity to teach our kids from a young age how to do that. So, but anyways, we, we, it was another night we had come home and they had same thing run and jumped in this chair and our kids, you know, have Been fighters from day one with each other. Like, you know, we used to blame our oldest, Stella. We used to always blame her for everything. And now we've learned that they're equally at part. They just are very strong kids. They just stand up for what they believe in. And we've really had to do a lot of work to mentor them over the years on how to have a great relationship and how to work things out with respect. So it was one of those nights where I was like, okay, that's it. We're not doing flipping anything until we finish this process. And so we, I got the win-win sheet out and we sat down and they're pushing and shoving each other. And I was like, stop, we are doing this. Who's going to go first? and um, and it was it literally you guys it took 25 minutes and i thought i was going to pull my hair out i thought i was going to explode because there had been a lot of times where i did not get them to success i just exploded and i was like that's it you're going to bed whatever it was like just straight to bed no dinner like explosive crazy mom but that night i made it through and so it was 25 minutes and finally They came to some conclusion that together they were going to, I think, take turns in the chair or share. I don't even remember what it was that they came to a um, conclusion about. But all I remember is that they were hugging. They were high-fiving one another. They were, like, so excited to watch their little show. Um, they were just united instead of being divided because mom had come in and overpowered. Because that's usually what happens, right? I mean, now we're getting into a little bit of sibling rivalry and conflict, which is a different area than power struggles. But it still gives you guys an example. Okay? Um, and then one more example, and then I'll, I'll let you see So
1: let me ask you this. Yeah. So, uh... I'm still a student of this work. Yeah. Can you do the win-win between parent and child?
0: Yes. So that's actually where we, we recommend you start with, right? Okay. So back then, back in that day when Stella was seven and we were you know, in between the ages of five and seven, which is when she was learning these win-wins, it would happen if she wanted to get, if she didn't want to take a bath. Mm, yeah, and yeah. I was like, you need to take a bath. Um, it would happen if, um, I'm, I can't remember exactly some other examples. Um but, yeah, this is one of those, those ones that I remember I, I remember more using it with the kids with sibling rivalry and conflict. But this is an, a great one to use with your kids. Like, the bath. Getting in the bath is a perfect example. Like, um, I, feel, I feel sad or mad. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want you to get in the bath so we have time to read books before bed. And we have a joyful tuck-in instead of yelling and screaming. And then little person who's five... So you go. So, how do you feel?
1: I feel frustrated.
0: And be five, you know.
1: Yeah, um, because your
0: five-year-old wouldn't say frustrated.
1: I feel upset. Okay. because um, I just want to play and to not not get in the bath.
0: Okay. Well, um, how are we going to work this out with respect? How are we going to both win here? Because uh, I feel I feel mad because. I want to have a peaceful night, and I don't want to have tears and screaming like we did last night. I want to have a peaceful night where we snuggle and read books.
1: I take a bath tomorrow morning.
0: I love that idea. That doesn't work for me because it's already been three days since you've taken a bath. So so I have an idea. Could I give an idea? Sure. Okay. You could take a shower or a bath. You could take a really fast shower that would take you three minutes, or you could take a long bath with bubbles. Hmm. And it's, and guys, what, what we're, what we're modeling here for you, this may take a little bit. Like, don't be surprised if your little one's like, no, that doesn't work for me. Like, go ahead. Challenge me again. Say no. no. I
1: I just no. want to, I just want to play. I don't, I don't want to, I don't okay. want to do that. I,
0: I can see that's what you want. And we still got to get this done. So we, we really can't do anything until we come to some type of conclusion here or some type of agreement, little guy. So I know you want to keep playing and cause you love your Legos. You love playing. So, can Do you have any other ideas that might work? Because we, we do need to get you clean tonight.
1: Can I, can I take a Lego in the
0: bath? That's a great idea. I would be completely fine with that. As long as it's not the tiny pieces that are going to go down the drain, I would be fine with that. Would, do you want to take your Legos or do you want to take your boats?
1: Ooh, boats.
0: Okay. Okay, that works for me if it works for you. It's cool? Okay. Okay, and then we'll still have time to read books and snuggle and have a joyful tuck-in. Okay. Okay, thank you so much for working with me to work that out. Let's go. All right, so that's an example of what it looks like, you guys, between parent and child. Um, but this will take some time and it will take a mindset of, of being courageous enough to use it because it often will take um, more time. But I'm going to give you guys one example, um, one more example to give you guys what it looks like in the long run because in the short term, you'll find that, If you're anything like me, um, you might get frustrated by the length and and the effort it takes. But then when you see your kids using it out in the world and it doesn't involve you overpowering your kids, it's phenomenal, you guys. Because in the end, there's so much that I think traditional parenting does to helicopter and fix things for kids. When we need our kids, you guys, to have critical thinking skills to be able to fix and figure out problems on their own. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't be doing it for them. Like this is their relationships. This is their problems in the world. Like we don't need to fix everything and it's exhausting to fix everything.
1: Yeah. So by seeing these through one of the raddest things that ever happened was to see that the kids did this with their peers in school. Yeah. And to have this happen in school to where your kid is leading some of the other kids to... Um, a resolution peacefully through a win-win that they learned at home. Oh, man. It's so, it's awesome.
0: It is awesome. Well, why don't you tell the story real quick of when we were in Ireland um, in Dublin. Do you remember the, the Italian restaurant? When, I don't know if you remember this. They, we got into the restaurant. It was nine o'clock at night. Yep. It was a late dinner. They started fighting over the, the seat. Yeah. Who was going to see, like, Terrence sat down and Stella was like, I want that side. Yeah. And my mind started to go to like, oh, why do you have to be so annoying? It's the same seat. Like, but then I was like, Wendy, check yourself. This is not your problem. But it kind of was my problem because I wanted to have a peaceful dinner. We
1: were hungry and yeah.
0: But do you remember Stella was like, mom, chill, let us work it out. We
1: got this. Yeah. She
0: goes and then tell him what they tell him what happened. Do you remember?
1: So they, they went into a win-win and asking each other and they started giving each other like options and choices for one another. And They ended up swapping seats.
0: Yeah, they came. She yeah. Yeah. She got what she wanted to sit there. And do you remember why? No, Uh, I don't. um, She he asked that she would. He she said, "How about I give you a toy?" He said, "I don't want a toy." And she goes, "Okay, well let's try something else." And he said, "Um, "I want your drumsticks." And she said, "Oh, okay, I'm willing to give you two drumsticks." And he was like, okay, cool. And they switched and yeah. they both got what they wanted and he got drumsticks and he came home because he wanted to make a little skate park. Yeah,
1: so I totally remember this now. Yeah, he he had it in his head that he wanted to make like a a little like fingerboarding like tech deck like rail out. He, yeah. he had come up with a drumstick would be a perfect thing to make this out of, but he yeah. needed drumsticks and Sissy has a bunch of drumsticks. So he was like, you know what? I think I know Hey, you really want this seat, huh? Right. And they worked it out on their own.
0: They worked it out on their own. Yeah. And it was, like, so radical to see because it's just an example of, like, you and I just had our red wine and we were able to, like, hang out and have a little red wine for five minutes while they worked it out. And we don't need to interfere and fix and control and blame, right? Like, and Well, they we, had
1: the tools to, to do it. They
0: had the tools to do it in yeah. a lot of practice. Yeah. And they were like, Mom, chill. Like, we got this. We don't need you to, like... Puff and puff, like, um, and so that's just an example of what will happen over time. You guys, um, win wins or peaceful conflict negotiation are really incredible, and then you can imagine what that turns into when your kids are, you know, in relationships, you know, as they get into high school and college, and then when they have careers and how they choose to approach conflict in life and the way that they choose to look at other people's viewpoints instead of just thinking that their way. Or, you know, is the best way. So anyways, we love win-win. So those are three ideas for you guys. Use choices. Really become fluent in using choices with your your kids when you get into power struggles. Have fun. Do the unexpected to make sure you're stepping to the side of the dance, so to speak. And then really start using win-win negotiation or peaceful conflict resolution. Make sure you grab that freebie um, that is on today's show notes. And um, keep us updated. Let us know how you're doing with this one because... You're going to find the the more you start to use these kind of cool dissolving strategies, it feels really good. Everybody in the family feels respected. And um, kids really start to take responsibility for solving their own challenges.
1: And I promise you, it rubs off on you too out in like all of your everyday relationships. And um, you just feel so much better about how you navigate life.
0: Yep. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. For more information and links to everything we talked about on today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash 23. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. All right, families, that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I loved recording it for you. It's now time to join the waitlist for our Fresh Start Full Mastery program that starts in April. When you join the waitlist, you'll get instant access to the No Holds Barred Cheat Sheet, three common fears and beliefs that hold parents back from reaching full fluency as an empowered parent. Plus, you'll get special pricing when the program launches in April. Just head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash full mastery to hop on the waitlist now and I'll send you more details. As always, thanks for listening. Please share this episode with friends and family who you think would benefit by either texting them the link or screenshotting and throwing up a story over on Instagram saying why you love this episode. Just be sure to tag me. I'm at Fresh Chart Wendy so I can say hello in the DMs and personally, thank you for being awesome.